Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. So we're going to talk about something called a spiritual awakening. And she has gone through it. We talked about this in earlier podcasts. When we started talking about it, I had no idea what it was or where we were going with it. And I thought, like like many people think, that it's you awaken yourself to be more spiritual, however you define spirituality. Then come to find out, as we started talking about it, it's way different than that and way deeper than that. And maybe you're going through it, maybe you will encounter it, but it's a off-the-chart, life-changing thing. She's a spiritual life coach helping people go through it. You can find her at journeytoheavenonearth.com. Allison Rally clark is back with us. Welcome back, Allison. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. So I figured we'd reset to the beginning when we first started talking, and you started describing this spiritual awakening. Take us back to the beginning, and how did that all happen? You're going through life, and then all of a sudden, something changes. What was your first clue that there's something going on here? I just think over time, you know, in 2020, my life started spiraling out of control. And I think it has been for many years. Um, And then it was just one thing after the other. And when you just hit that rock bottom, um, I remember like exactly when I knew there was something like different, supernatural. I was sitting on my porch and I was crying and I was alone and I had no one to help me. And I I've never been a big prayer and I prayed to God. I was like, God, please help me. I mean, I was feeling like suicidal almost like I was almost scared. And when I look right when I prayed to God, I looked up into the sky and there's three letters and in the clouds, it said God. And I was just like, whoa, I didn't even think about like taking a photo to show people. I was like, this is for me. And from then on, things once I realized it things just started happening I started like going through the dark night of the soul Uh, my life started going through like uh, memories that I didn't know I had as a like a childhood and teenager and just a lot of darkness Um, I had and I started healing through it and it was yeah spirituality isn't all love and light it it's to get you to the darkness to see the light we were born little light beings, but the minute we came out of the womb, we saw this bright light. We were spanked around by a doctor. Right there, you got trauma. It's cold, you know? So from right then, you have trauma. And then we are conditioned our entire lives how to act, how to behave, what to think, what to feel. And I think a lot of us knew nothing made sense. Like school to me never made sense. Mm. I was always very antsy, like, why am I here? They're like, well, we are in this little prison and our entire lives we've been in a prison. So when you wake up, it's so frightening. You realize you are living in a prison planet. Everything that has been going on in your life has been controlled and everything that you've ever learned is completely false. So I went into uh, solitude for two years and I taught myself, ev- like, like I had to relearn everything I've ever known. I threw 40 at the time I was 47, threw it out the window and just started educating myself on everything else. And I had help from a higher power. 
So if I needed to learn, know something at a time, some a download came in my head and I just started doing the research. So it's not like I just knew what to look into or I knew I was going through a spiritual awakening. Everything was like one step, like this level, this level, this level. So it, it went on for a couple of years. It was it was a wild ride. And I, I, I just I I can't, Allison, I can't imagine what was how that felt bef- before we go there. Did you have any clue it was coming? Was was no. was life okay? And then one day you're sitting on the porch like, oh, something's not right. I feel just down, and that's where you feel it began. No, I, I feel like that's where I noticed it. But now looking back, there's so much darkness going on, especially with it started with the pandemic. And that's where a lot of people, millions of people woke up in 2020, but there was a huge awakening in 2012. And then I think it tapered off and 2020 was another mass awakening. And um, I wasn't scared of the disease. I was just frightened by the chaos going on around the world. Like the protesters, I mean, I was living in chaos. I couldn't drive without some protests running across the street and beating on cars. Like I remember getting through the line right before and I almost hit them because they were just about to block me. I was the last one through before they started pulling people out of cars. So right there, I'm living in fear. Then you're watching on what goes on in the news, which is what you don't want to do. There were fires all around us, like right by my house. Have you heard about the California fires? I was living through that 2017, 2018, 2019. It was just constant fear. And when I decided to turn off the news is when my world changed. Hmm. I started seeing the beauty in life. I said, this is enough is enough of this. This can't be real. I'm not going to live like this anymore or I'm going to die. And I, I decided to save myself. So the first thing I did was turn off the TV. And any medication I was ever put on by doctors, whether it was from ADHD or even face meds, I didn't know it was for depression. So that could have been a, a, a thing. Um, I, I just threw everything out. And that's where, like, I woke up. My third eye popped open. I saw the world completely different. I saw it for how it really is that everybody is still asleep to. Wow. I mean, so that, yeah. let's go back. You say 2012 was like a, a period of uh, awakening or or there was some change for all of us, you're saying, in 2012? There is a mass awakening, and I didn't know about it either. It didn't happen for me. And if it does happen for us, we don't know it at the time. But hmm. doing like research and going back into history and stuff, 2012 was a big awakening for a lot of people. And the reason I'm bringing this up personally, without even detail, um, that was a eye-opening year for me which charted some course later in life. So that's why I'm going back to that. And maybe there's some connection. I can even tell you it was later in the year. And it was one of those things that, yeah, I just kind of put it in the, in the rear view. And it, it didn't really make sense until later in life, you know, a few years ago, like during COVID, not even kidding. Not, I'm not saying this because you're saying it, but that was, that was a wake up number one. And then COVID for me, and I didn't have a spiritual awakening, but it was wake up number two and it is connected. Yeah, they're, 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 they were connected. Let's put it that way. So interesting. So, 
No, and it is true. Like I'm saying, ever we all are having these awakenings, but we don't know they're happening. Like there's some kind of destruction in our life that just something needs to change. Life changing events mm. that might feel so horrible at the time, but are so good for the better. Like this awakening that was so dark for me turned out to be the most beautiful thing, thing I've ever seen, like or ever happened to me. I'm a completely different person i can't i can't remember living my life the way i lived my entire life was in fear it was in complete darkness so um everyone's having these awakenings they're just maybe not as intense mine was intense because my purpose on this planet is to help people get through it i thought it was to wake them up and shake them that's not gonna work everyone has to do it on their own time they gotta hit their own rock bottom I'll be here to guide them out to show you that you're not alone. A lot of people were sent into psych wards. They were put on medications. They were called schizophrenic and bipolar. Um, There's a lot of suicides because people weren't understanding. And that's what I'm here to prevent, to say, this is what's happening to you. You're not crazy. I'm going to get you through it. I've actually gotten several people through it and their life is amazing now. And I wasn't, I just did this out of like, because they're friends and family. And I'm like, I'm going to make this a career because I do not want anyone to go through what I went through. Let's go through that, that period, that two year period. What was that like day to day? You say it was dark. It was challenging, um, scary. What, what, what was like a normal day? It was a lot of supernatural things. I was seeing spirits. I was seeing demons. I was fighting off. I was um, writing things that I didn't know what they meant. Um, And then it came to fruition. My superpowers started coming out. I was a channeler. I was channeling things. Um, I stopped a uh, my first channel and no one knows this, a small handful and no one believes really besides one or two people. And one of the persons was there and still didn't believe it. I stopped a uh, murder from happening from some loved ones. Um, I was called crazy, even though all that I said at this time, this is going to happen. This person's going to break in at the time. And it all happened. Were these people, were these people you, you know, or knew or that was, oh yeah, really? Yeah. I can't even, I can't even say who, but like, they know who they are and we're kind of estranged because of it. Because it was so odd, it was so unbelievable that it's better for people to not believe or their life will be unraveled. It's the conditioning. I I was in it like 100%. I could not not see stuff. And what I've gone through, I, I went with it. A lot of us are waking up, but it's so scary. They turn a blind eye and they go on their daily lives and they go back to sleep. That's the problem. We've all been waking up these last 10 plus years, but mine was like so profound. You could not not see the stuff that was going through and people saw it around me too. And they still had to deny it because it was, it was so dark. How did you get through two years of that? I mean, even just just my animals. How you had to, you have to, it's your life or death. I had to decide, do I want to live or die? And I would have died. So it's like anybody that has that will to live, you're you're going to do anything. I'm not some superhero. I'm your average Joe. But 
people don't realize the strength that they have inside them and how powerful they are Agreed. until it's life or death. You do have these powers. We all have them. And this is why the world is going to such a mass destruction right now. Everyone is like seeing all these deaths and suicides and um, just supernatural events um, with the weather condition. Uh, laws that are being made, things that aren't making sense, pedophilia everywhere, because it's here to wake you up. If people can't wake up to this nonsense, then you're not going to survive it regardless. So you're going to be living in a destructive planet. It's for the people to say, no more. I'm done with this nonsense. I'm not going to listen to the government, the control, the prison that I've been in my whole life. This doesn't make sense to me. And I'm going to fight back. And when everyone starts doing that, this is what the Great Awakening's for. This is how we are all going to be living in our heaven on earth. People are going to stay behind and people are going to go. And you got to decide which one you want to do because the time is now. The clock is ticking. And if you're getting the call, go with it. And hmm. don't be scared because what's behind you is what you've been living in your whole life. And you don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. My life is gets better and better every single day. I was an alcoholic for 35 years. I didn't even realize it. You know what I mean? Because I was living in fear. Like I needed booze just to survive. I smoked cigarettes a pack a day. I, I quit all that on my own. In that two year time, I threw out the cigarettes. I threw out the booze. I said, uh, uh-uh, let's change my life by doing that. Like healing myself. I lost 30 pounds without doing anything. I didn't like go work out. Um, my skin healed. I had skin damage that was like forever. Like my cells were dead. That completely healed. My skin's like baby soft again. Um, I had a torn, three torn hamstrings that I had a limp that's gone. My body healed itself by healing me internally. Mm -hmm. You don't need these gimmicks. You don't need medication. It's all money. That's all it is. And it's for destructing you and killing you. And if, if people don't want to hear it, don't. I, I don't. I'm going on what, what worked for me. I, in terms you of the body. All <laughs> <laughs> hey, people, don't believe it. But you know what? No, I, I do right. believe in a lot. And one of those things is that your body is amazing. It can heal itself. But when there's outside forces or things that you allow in, like stress, anxiety, uh, you know, lack of sleep, which comes from maybe the anxiety, all of that. Your body's all haywire. It's out of balance. It can, and, and then, of course, not eating the right food. Once you get kind of in check, you notice these things like, yeah, my skin looks better. Like, I feel better. I don't have that problem. I don't have that problem. But you don't realize it when you're in it. You don't realize it when you're in it. So, Allison, would you say that all of us, many of us, most of us went through some kind of wake up in 2012 during COVID, but yours was more extreme because you were picked for a spiritual awakening. Yeah. Yeah. Going back through now, like looking at my, my past history and who I was in past lives and, and just, there's so much to it. I am one of the people on this planet to get people through this. I'm like one of the bridges. It sounds weird. I'm, I'm nothing special, but there's a lot of us to do to do this. And I decided not to turn away from it. And it's like my life's mission. 
I mean, for sure. And I'm just here to get everybody who wants to do it. Um, mm. Like you said, you know, you notice like your, your skin and you, you have to eat better. No one's coming to save you. You have to make the decision to think better thoughts. You do. To not live in fear. And if people go, how do I start? Turn off the TV. I mean, seriously, turn off the news. Like nothing ever good happens. And most of it's it's not even real. You know what I mean? Like we're living, I'm living in California right now, right? What do you see about California? The weather. The weather, right? It's going haywire. I don't see that. That's not happening in my world. Yeah, we had a lot of rain, but where they're showing like flooding and stuff, I'm up this street. I just drove down there yesterday. I'm like, not my world. I don't live there. So, so you, you choose. If you, if you believe it, it's going to happen. When you I choose. believe the world was destructing, my life went into complete chaos. Hmm. It, well, you, you know what? Everything is a choice. So you choose to believe that or choose not to, or choose to allow it to affect you or not. So you choose not to, and I do the same thing. Life, life is around us. If you allow people to influence you, stress you out, control you, that's your choice. And you're making not a great choice for yourself. And you've got to be prepared for the repercussions that can come from that, from making that choice. But everything we do is a choice. Well, it proves how powerful we are. We are one of the most powerful beings. People don't realize like how powerful you guys are. If I, I could even tell you some stuff and you just be like, okay, this is getting too wild. But if you can literally, your thoughts can change your reality. How is that not powerful right there? Right. Like right there, that is magical. I'm like, my life was a dumpster fire because of my thoughts were always negative. I was always living in fear. I was uh -huh. always saving money for the next crisis. And guess what? That crisis always came. Luckily, I had the money, but I was making the crisis happen. A hundred billion like, percent. And there you go. We don't even know that we're derailing ourselves by the thoughts that we put out there or the things that we say. And I can say, honestly, in the last ah, 10, 15 years, Things that I said repeatedly, whether they were you know complaints or observations or feelings that really were negative and not founded, they all came true. Yeah. Is now that I look back, yeah, I used to say that crap that came true. Oh, I used to say that. Oh, that actually came true. And and you know what you're feeling? You're like, see, I told you I was right. That's who I used to think. I'd be like, I'm going to prove my right. So. Like, I, I want to prove I'm right when good things happen. Not well, when yeah. Things happen. yeah. Well, you know, it feels good to say you're right. But when you look back to it, then it's like, no, that wasn't right. That was you or me or whoever manifesting it. Asking, yeah. like, like you learned this when you were a kid. Your parents probably said it to you. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. Get out of my head, Steve. I swear to God, this telepathy that we got going on. <laughs> I was just thinking parents. It's pretty true. It's true. Be like careful. My mom would always be like, You're you can't go out tonight. You're gonna get in trouble. And then I would go out and I'd get grounded because I got in trouble. And now I look back going, my mom manifested my 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 bad behavior. I blame mm. her now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but but now hold on there. You had the choice to allow oh, that I to know, happen. I know, but you but, but you were but you were younger, so you didn't really realize that then. Yeah, I didn't uh, know better. You didn't know better, but you know what? They should have known. They're adults. I'm but, just but, but, but you know what? 
Yeah. Your parents didn't know that because all they know was from the generation before and the stuff that, you know, my mom said or did, I did the same thing to my kids until I realized, whoa, wait, why, you know, maybe that's not the best option. Maybe there's another thing. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying my mom was wrong. That's just what she she believed and she used what she had. And, you know, but exactly. I'm it's all generation. Yeah. And this is what I'm, uh, I stopped the generational curses in my family. That was my first mission. I didn't know what my missions were. And that was the first was to stop the generational curses. And I went through seven lifetimes of curses. I had a heal. So I mm-hmm. think my, why my spiritual awakening, I don't want to scare people away from an awakening. Mine was so intense because I had seven lifetimes to heal and I didn't know all this craziness I was healing. It wasn't just my stuff. Hmm. So when I was like writing stuff down going, what does this mean? It was like ancestral stuff that was going on. And I can't even like understand half the stuff now. Now I get it. But I was like, how did you know? How did you know it was it was a generational thing from way back? I, I just, during the awakening, you get so many downloads and things start clicking. I can't even tell you, like, I was more like, I think my entire, like, two years, it was just a bunch of downloads happening. And now I don't really get that. Now they're just more, like, soft little downloads that are my thoughts, and I just make a my world a better place. But I was getting hammered for a couple of years. Like, my ancestors, I had angels. I had people just beating me over the head, throwing me around the wall. It was like poltergeist in my house when no one was around. It seriously was. And I didn't tell anybody, like, at all. I couldn't because I didn't want to be locked up into a psych ward. And when a loved one told somebody, some people about their awakening, they were locked up. And I went and got them out. And then, you know, they stay with me for five weeks. So I knew before, if I tell anybody, I'm going to get locked up. And I told this person, don't tell anyone. And they did. So I already knew how intense that person was. Not everybody has it so intense. Not everybody has this mission. Um, I have this mission. That's why mine was intense. I look back at my life going, wow, I've gone through a lot of physical abuse, a lot of mental abuse, a lot of emotional abuse in my life. And at the time I didn't even know it. I thought that was normal. Everyone, wait, no one goes through physical, mental and emotional abuse. Mm. I didn't know that. And I go, Oh, that's why I had to go through it to heal it. So whatever anyone goes through, I'm like, dude, I got you. Like, there's nothing you can tell me that's crazy because of the stuff I just saw in my awakening alone. Nobody knows about it. I'm like writing a book. Because of the stuff I went through. And not even just like my life story. I didn't want to go back on that stuff. But the awakening is so wild. How did you know that it was over? Um, When I woke up in the morning, I felt free and happy and love and joy. And the world was, the grass was greener. The clouds were, looked fake. The birds were like everywhere. Nature was following me around like I was... Um, you know what's her name uh you know the little disney characters i felt like a disney character uh, okay like uh like, like either cinderella or just a yeah, just a like character where, where the, the bird flies on their hand and it's like oh everything's great that, you know that was my life birds That's chirping when I, knew I got through the darkness was it and was it a, i live that now was it an overnight thing where it was just like oh i woke up wow no. this is very different and then you then you probably thought is there this there were days 
there were days where I'd go outside the house and I'm like, what's going on here? There's there's days and I still see energy, like people like go outside and they get in their car and go to work. There's days that my vibes are so high, like I see static in the air. Mm. And I'll ask people like, do you see that? Does it look like it's raining? And everyone's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So I know it's what's going on in me. Like, that means I'm flying high. Like, my vibes are high. And I like it. And I'm feeling bliss and be happy. Now, definitely, I get tested all the time. I, I fail my test sometimes. I, I, you know, lash out here or there, but I'm aware of it. I go back. Why did that trigger me? I was triggered over the weekend on something that is a continuous thing in my life. And I realized why do I keep lashing out over this thing? And I realized this morning, because I won't stop till I finally hammer it down. Uh, it's because I feel unsafe. It's something that I have no control over and it makes me feel unsafe. So how do, what's my next step? I don't know. I got to make decisions on that, but I can't live being triggered on the same thing over and over again. Um, but that's what I do. It's like, I'm a normal person. I go through this sure. same problems, but now I know how to go all the way back. Why is it trigger? Fix that problem. Move on. Something else will come up later on. But I get through it so much easier. It used to take me months to get over stuff. Now it takes me like a day. Uh, not even. Sometimes like an hour. Uh -huh. I'm like, I'm over it. Well, yeah, it, it's normal. You know, we've we've had so much stuff in our past that sometimes things will come up and then you react to them. Sometimes you react a little bit differently, but they're, they're in your past. But, you know, we talked off air. Um Hypnotherapy for me was fantastic to realize those things from childhood and, and other things that, um, uh, very impactful. <laughs> All I, if any, I would like you to talk about that because if anyone wants to go on this healing journey, a lot of people do the ayahuasca stuff. I'm not, I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to say good or bad. Um, uh, but it, it's a drug and you have to travel for it, but like hypnotherapy is all around you. And I think that's a great starting or go to talk to me. Um, we'll get down to like sure. your traumas um, for people. But if you like hypnotherapy, I think is a good way to really hit that point right there that everybody should be looking into. Yeah. Well, so how was it for you? It was impactful. And it, I knew things in my childhood, not that my childhood was bad, but there were things there that are connected to now. And even going back there and seeing myself as a little boy and being there for myself, like literally in the session, I was hugging myself as a kid. It was like wild. Like I was watching TV, but I could have just, you know, shut the whole thing up. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. But I, you know, said, I will always be there for you, meaning me as a kid. And that was the starting point of the things that, you know, are connected to now. Um, one session that was, and I felt a big difference a few days after. Um, and, you know, probably go back for more. It's kind of cool. I just got the chills. That's huge. I think one of my, my, if anyone goes, what was the biggest moment when you knew that you had to heal? I saw myself hugging myself as a child, sitting on the bed in pigtails and saying to her what I've always wanted to hear. And I was bawling and I felt like, whoa. Well, you did it. And that's where I knew I have to be there for that little girl. Like you have to be there for that boy that you've been ignoring your whole life. Yeah. So now every time, 
Like you want to backtrack, go, no, I, it's not just me. I got to be there for that little inner child inside you. Well, you so did you gotta it. Keep going with that. You did it without hypnotherapy. And I didn't know yeah, all this. I did like everything I did was out. Like everyone does all this with ayahuasca and these drugs or DMT and hypnotherapy. I was doing it. And I didn't know I was doing it. But that's, that's why you, I'm like, that's what you needed to do. And what you just described is what I did and had no yeah. idea. And a lot of that was, I was bullied as a kid, you know, I you know, was overweight and, and that's where that was the beginning of other things. Um, well, we're talking, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> you, you already it's did beautiful. it. It's beautiful. You already I love, did There's it. so many things that people can do to heal themselves. You don't have to wait for some supernatural event. Please don't. I mean, really don't. But, but if you're starting to feel certain things that aren't right, there are options out there. And I love that. It's not just talking to somebody that's gone through it like me or hypnotherapy or drug. I mean, there's just so many options. You know what I mean? But the, the minute you're aware, don't like you said is a perfect thing. You kept going. You could have just shut it off like we normally do. It's too scary. We don't want to feel emotions yeah. because it makes us weak. Feeling emotions is what does not is the strongest thing you can do absolutely looking away is weak and what you just said is so important that like you went back and and was there for yourself as a little girl there's no reason why you can't do that when you need to like i did it once during that session but i'm thinking now why don't i just do it anyway why don't i just think it why don't i just say it when i'm by myself because the majority of the stuff that we deal with the triggers and everything else the majority research proven is between the ages of zero and seven and seven and 14. It's all yeah. right there. It's when you were the most impressionable and that's where, you know, it started. We're just about out of time. I can't yeah. believe, but I'm glad we talked and I'm glad we went, yeah. I'm glad we went there in, in, in more depth than the last time we, uh, we talked about your spiritual Yeah, I think this awakening. is the deepest we got. That's a little secret. Stuff. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> um, yeah. Journey to heaven on earth.com is your website. If anybody wants some insight and you have so much, they're going to cut us off. And I'm going to just say this, that book you were talking about, do it. Oh, thank you. Okay. I've been going back and forth. Oh, do it. When spirits awaken. That's the title dropped in my head. I don't know if it's been used already. I think there's a book. I love it. It's (laughs) beautiful. You should be, you should be doing it. Uh, Allison, fantastic meeting you, talking with you. And uh, I know we're going to be uh, connected in some way, some, some form in the future. Yeah. And check the mail. You got something coming for you too. Oh boy. (laughs) Hopefully it's not a bill. Uh, (laughs) No. All all the best. All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right. right, Bye. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. It's Thursday night and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed, could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. 
Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.